Hey Kenny, it's Kenny. This is entry number one, A New Beginning. This is my like third or fourth attempt or resurgence of this podcast. Um, it's kind of like my favorite, no, I don't know favorite, but like my podcast, like my real podcast, like my shit. Uh, and I've always wanted to do it. I've done it. I did it in the past with some guests. Um, I tried to do it solo and never released it because it seems psychotic to be talking to yourself alone in a room, um, which quickly brings me to my, uh, my, my first point on the podcast. And that's to introduce you to, uh, the producer, um, that we have here. You'll, you know, be able to hear audio. Uh, they actually didn't want a camera on them, so they will not be video. Um, and I thought, you know, who should I get to help me produce the podcast? And I figured, why not a baby? Why not get a baby to come help, um, you know, employ somebody that's not usually employed and uh, start them young in the job market? So, uh, every, you know, just welcome baby to the podcast. This is the producer and kind of... Hey, hey what's up, guys? I, I'm the baby. Fuck yeah. So, your baby will be looking shit up for me. I'll be bouncing, you know, like a the softest form of co-host, I guess, you know, type of thing. But just checking the levels, making sure... Uh, we already had our first mishap. Surprise, this is the second take of the first episode because the camera froze and uh, we did not realize it. So. Yeah, I had it in my mouth earlier. <laughs> yeah, you got to fucking cut that shit out, dude. You gotta, please, please. Uh, but let's dive right into it. So, uh, I, you know, in this podcast, I'll be giving you updates on, you know, me. Um, you can, if you want to, like, write in, ask questions, contribute in any way to the podcast, uh, you can email us. It's. Kenny, it's Kenny at gmail.com. Again, that's Kenny, it's Kenny at gmail.com. But jumping right into it, baby, have you seen like kind of the talk of the town in the comedy world, which is this documentary that came out last week about Chris D'Elia? You know, I saw some posts online, but I didn't want to believe it, dude. (laughs) You didn't want to believe it? (laughs) Yeah, like he came out in 2021. And he said he was sorry. Yeah, but he, you know, I know you're young. You can be a little bit naive, but you know, people sometimes say they're sorry when they're just like, you know, and they don't mean it and they're lying. What do you mean? <coughs> well, you, did you watch the documentary, baby? No, I haven't seen it yet. I, I didn't want to because I thought it was salacious. <laughs> oh, salacious! Actually, that's funny because that's not the right way to use that word. Um, what you know, what it is, <laughs> it's actually that's why you got to be careful how you act around what you say around babies because they absorb what you say and they repeat it. So, um, no, it's not salacious, baby. That was the wrong word. It is, um, it's just very, it's, it's done in the sense saying like this guy is guilty and it takes every like poke and jab at him that it can, which makes it more uncomfortable. Now, if he's completely guilty of all this stuff, then it's kind of what he deserves. So who gives a fuck? But it, I don't know. For me, it's harder to digest than if I'm just being like, present me with these facts, and you can nudge me in a direction. But it, I, you're waterboarding me with this information, which if it's true, I get it. That's why you're doing it. So that's where they're coming from. But still, it's a, it's a wild thing. You definitely should check it out because I think you'll. Uh, there's guilt there. <laughs> there's definitely it doesn't matter if it's, if it's not a hundred percent guilt, even if it's fifty percent, that's uh, more than there needs to be. It just it was like a recap of everything that happened. Yeah, basically they took the 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 te- kind of testimony interview 
of like four different like kind of victims that were involved with it and then his tour manager um of a of a while uh like threw him fucking under the bus kind of like you know what i mean but again if it's all true it just makes sense he kind of said that he realized that this was all um true as it was coming out and fucking so he turned on him and i guess you know i would do the same to my friend if that if they did heinous things like this uh it's just i mean i guess you're never gonna be like it's not gonna make sense like i don't do shit like that so it's not ever gonna make sense to me i'm gonna be like no no no, something has to be wrong here because it is it's like a it's like he like as a like a person he's like a this behavior is like a virus or something like that right like it's like if a computer has a virus it's like do not compute i don't know like do i make sense probably never uh should i be talking on a podcast no but i bought all the equipment and i'm a comedian and they say hey man you have to have one so i'm just doing one blindly for no reason and here we are no i actually put a lot of thought into this and this is what it is that's pretty crazy actually now when was the first time you saw chris delia like i like any like what do you mean like when i like what was your first impression of that guy you mean when I just in general, or are you saying when did I see him ever, or are you talking about com- from a comedy perspective? I guess either. When I first saw him ever is the show Whitney. Um, I watched that show. Uh, this is way before I ever started doing comedy. Like I watched that show up until it got canceled, and he played Whitney's boyfriend. And then I started seeing him pop up, like start taking off as a cop, like just pop up everywhere as a comedian. Um. And then saw him actually perform at the comedy store when he was like, you know, very funny, live to watch. But his but watching his special excuse me, watching his specials and stuff like that. He, I don't know. Like the, the specials, it doesn't translate f- for me. Like I can understand why people were really into it. But seeing him live, very funny. Like very, very funny live. Like, um, you know what I mean? A lot of that shit I think loses translation. That's like the game is trying to. Yeah, I feel like uh, people will, will like, I, like I, I think you're trying to big him up when you say he's funny, right? It's more like it's a disappointment. <laughs> like it's like, why, why is it otherwise? Or you seemed okay. Yeah. And you ended up being freaking crazy. A hundred percent. But it's, it's a comic. Comics are crazy. Nobody should be looking up to us. Like you shouldn't be looking up. To, to me or any other comics really and, and like the only way that I feel like people should be looking up to comedians is if they want to be a comedian and they like you know that's they like the the certain comics like comedy like like oh I wouldn't mind like fucking learning to be as good as fucking Dave Chappelle so I admire Dave Chappelle but do I like look up to him for guidance in anything other than fucking dick jokes no thank you like that's just not he's he's not the you know he's like truly he's just like he's just spent hours and hours on stage and is able to communicate better than you know most of the population and so it's not necessarily like pure intellect does that make sense does that make any sense to you baby yeah i'm starting to get it yeah it's like you're not like you know i mean like there's I don't know. I could go. To, I could do this all day. I just hate. I don't like that comics. It, to that certain pe like some people like really look up to comics as anything other than fucking pee pee and poo poo. That's why. That's mostly what I talk about on stage. It's just being is kind of like nonsense and shit. Because I'm not a fucking. I'm nobody to look up to. Uh, next point is uh, this is the last week of 2022. 
it's going to be a new year. Everybody's new year, new me resolutions and stuff. So I figured I'd put it out there. My shred is fucking charge hard on this comedy game the way that I have been. That's pretty self-explanatory. Um, but outside of that, just I want to train a lot of jujitsu and maybe and actually compete this year, um, which means I need to lose. Uh, I haven't weighed myself in a while, so I, I need to. But I need to lose somewhere between thirty and forty pounds. So that's what I'm trying to do the first half of this year, and uh, get my girlfriend moved in here. Yeah, another New Year's resolution goal: make her move in, in here. Whoa, dude! <coughs> that seems like a big step. Yeah, I know, but you'll have to deal with it, baby. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, that's okay. You ready to deal with it? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> She's over here. It's, it's actually more inconvenient that she doesn't live here than. All the back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Or the fact that I can't, like, it's like each night, like, she'll come over here and then she goes home and goes to sleep. And it's like, I choose, I have to choose to not go do open mics if I'm going to hang out with her or, like, not go do comedy because if. Or uh, same shit. Not go do jujitsu at night. Like I could do either of those things. But if she was living here, I could go do that. She would be getting home like right kind of while I'm doing that, and then I could come back and fucking still see her and hang out and stuff. But now I have to make the choice. Do I like I've been foregoing those things because she doesn't live here? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just easier if she could be. And she is here like half like all weekend. She's here. You know what I mean? So yeah, like the back and forth is a fucking way more of a nightmare than it would ever. Than anything could be negative of her of her being here all the time. Wow, dude! Cheers to your new roommate. <laughs> cheers to the, yeah. like I said, she basically lives here already. She's here all the fucking time anyway. It would just be easier. Let's make make my life more simple. Which I'm always looking for that, right? Um, other episodes may be longer um, the, of this podcast and everything. But um, I'm going to have the baby, the baby, that's you, give yeah, me some, good. do some producing and uh, talk to me about some stories, articles, things, whatever the baby's found. You know, uh, I, I, my parents were giving me something to read earlier and uh, they gave me the paper. All right. So they give you the newspaper and then you can, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just, uh, so some things kind of stood out to me here, like. Some some lady in, in North Dakota brought a raccoon to a bar. <laughs> brought a raccoon into a bar? Yeah, she's on probation, man. Like for doing that? Or she was like already on probation and she brought a raccoon? Nah, man, she's on probation for bringing the raccoon to the bar. Did they bring little tiny handcuffs and arrest the raccoon too? Uh, he, they would need to because his thumbs, his thumbs are strong. Ugh, that is the worst part of the raccoon. The th- I think that's the thing that makes the raccoon so unsettling is the thumb. Yeah, the, the thumbs make it scary. The, the patch around the eyes make it cute. And then the standing up on the hind legs make it a little terrifying. Like when they what, when they stand up like a person and have their little, and like hold their hands in certain ways that look like people-esque. We're just lucky they're not bigger. Yeah, they're going to hold it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Trash pandas, fucking gross. But they're cute. They're cute but gross. And then possums, people are just like, that's disgusting. Get that shit out of my face. But basically the same thing, right? (laughs) I think people would be mad. I think there's probably people that are like, possums are marsupials. They have pouches. Do you know anything? I hope that that's right. But I think think, think possums are marsupials. You got any other? Look at at the baby. It's opossum, right? 
Yeah, baby, you catch on to shit fast. I believe it is opossum. So they're from here. Yeah. They're native to here. I saw a possum just, uh, I was in the parking lot by the AMPM near the apartment, and I saw a possum just last night when I was leaving to go eat. Some fresh Olive Garden. Uh, um, anything else? You got anything else for me, baby? Um, yeah, you know. My bad, I got, I got on this possum kick. <laughs> Raccoons, possums. Chewing on this phone earlier too. <laughs> where, where, where did you learn these sayings? You're chewing on the phone. That's just what babies do. Oh, you're chewing on the phone. I thought you when you said I was. There's actually a saying like I thought you. I thought you were gonna tell like like you read this article earlier and you're like oh, I'm, I was chewing on this one a little bit earlier. I don't know. It's a sad. I don't know. You probably it's probably over your head. This one says uh, U.S. officials COVID. Bomb cyclones won't slow Santa's travels. And I thought that was good news. Wait, that wait. Say this. Say this again. It said COVID or bomb cyclones won't slow down Santa's travels. Oh, because the bomb cyclones were the like the cold weather all across. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like it, everywhere was just snowed out. That's funny. That uh, who was it that I heard? Somebody. They got they got COVID. Somebody's kid got COVID, and then they thought that they weren't gonna come. Santa wasn't gonna want to come bring them any presents. Oh yeah, man. Because I think it was kind of me. Uh, okay, I got you. Because <laughs> I, I got something uh, to drop for the listeners out there. Hey, Kenny, it's a baby. <laughs> Right, you're like the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was one of your nephew or nieces. Yeah, yeah. She, she had COVID. She was worried that Santa wasn't going to be able to come give her the present. <laughs> but he took care. Yeah, it was that and the bomb cyclones. <laughs> luckily, luckily, she lives here in California. I feel like the bomb cyclones is an easier way to uh, drop that information on a kid. Because it's like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna drop it on top of it. It's going to melt down. <laughs> you're going to get your present eventually. Yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, COVID's a tough one. Cause it used to be like Santa's immune to COVID. You got one more for me? I mean, they're going to start another festival at Roswell for UFO files. They're starting another festival? Oh, yeah. They, they, they did a festival, and now they're going to do another one. And uh, I, I don't know. Do you, do you believe in aliens? Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, there's something going on. I mean, the U.S. is releasing documents and videos and all that shit so there's there's definitely something going on i've been watching a lot of ancient aliens and shit like that so i have no choice at this point but to believe 
uh, in some type of something because it's just, it's like almost like the Crystalia doc. There's so much evidence <laughs> that that a certain percent a certain percentage of it has to be true. Um, I mean, there's just so many different possibilities that we you know it see like that we were once contacted that we're contacted now. I don't know. That's a lot of it is hard to. Like when you start talking about it, it's easy, easily dismissible, or to think like, could we really be kept in the dark this much? But if it's you know for the sake of of, of crazy shit like this, we probably could. You know I, what I mean? I, I feel like they try to give hints because they're always like, they can read our minds, and I was like, they must really not like us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. There's just huge holes that are that make it so weird. But um, that's it. The podcast is over. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be doing these. I'll be doing these more often. It'll be me and the baby uh, from us to you. Goodbye and happy new year, motherfuckers.